0: What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki, and I'm Jared Abergina You're listening to Two Tree Guys Podcast. What's up, everybody? Phil Rogacki here with another episode of Two Tree Guys here at ArborFast, North Carolina. And we're sitting here with Mr. Todd. Welcome. Welcome. Thank welcome, you. Welcome. Glad to be here. Brad Gulia, Brad Guglia, Brad Guglia, Todd, Brad Gulia. We're going to hear his story. And, uh, he, he already started, started the podcast before we started the podcast talking about some, uh, some stuff and it's, uh, it's going to be pretty interesting. So you guys are going to want to tune into this, but you know, before we get started guys, uh, pay the fee, share. If you like it uh if it's something you learned today post it put it on your instagram put it on your facebook get it out there uh so other people can enjoy this and stuff like that so we appreciate it and if you don't like it don't share it uh, no bad comments either please. <laughs> no bad comments all positive all positive so all right let's get into this todd welcome man
1: welcome this is your Thank first you. podcast but you
0: you listen to podcasts all the time i
1: i do i do a lot of traveling i'm a contract climber and uh, spend a lot of time on the road. And as I was talking about it earlier, it doesn't matter what, platform you use, Spotify, yeah. Pandora, whatever, you end up in a loop and yeah. it's, I get tired of listening to the same thing. And so I've <laughs> turned to podcasts and it's usually something different. Good. It's entertaining and they're, 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 it's something different. It's cool. Well, good.
0: Well, one day you're going to be driving. You're going to hear,
1: yeah, hear your I mean, voice come on there, yeah. man. That'd be
0: cool. That'd be really cool. <laughs> Is there anything you want to tell yourself in the future right now while uh, you're listening to it?
1: Don't smoke cigarettes. <laughs>
0: there you go, Todd. You're listening right now and you're driving. Don't smoke cigarettes. That's right.
1: But where are you, where you from? um was originally born in alice texas Uh, i've been in virginia since 1982 so that's kind of where i call my home is gloucester virginia
0: gotcha Um, now how'd you get into this industry
1: ah i was actually cutting grass and we were in an apartment complex trimming trees in like the most rudimentary method you could possibly ever think of just a waist belt not adjusting lanyard pole spikes just raping trees and i was like man i think i could do this every day and an uh-huh. opportunity came up where a gentleman by the name of david douglas tidewater tree care out of the virginia his student had quit him and going on to greener pastures like a lot of us do and he was looking for somebody else to teach okay and he was a colonial williamsburg arborist he was right on the cusp of innovation and this was in 92 it mm-hmm. would have been mayor may or june of 92 that i actually got with him and he set a really great foundation of knowledge for me turned me on to people like alex shigo um turned me on to great periodicals got my nose in a book and started me out on identification Mm -hmm. and proper techniques and it was all about spurless pruning and proper cuts and was right on the edge of everything with good rigging techniques and using blocks and slings and how'd you meet him Um, my dad was a, was a bookkeeper for Florist and, um, I can't remember her name, Fran something. She was neighbors with David Douglas and my dad and her work, she was a designer and he was in the office and they just got to chatting it up and talking about life and, I came up and that came and he, up. And he was and like, hey, my son, I think would yeah, like to do this. Yeah, we'd be interested in this. And I went for it. And, and you went
0: and you what? You met him for the first time? I went in
1: for an interview and we got to talking and went right to work. Yeah. And, uh, now, was, a
0: lot of people out out there, they're, they're not as lucky as you to meet someone like that for the first time and getting taught right, correct?
1: Absolutely. A lot of people, they see somebody doing it and they're like oh i think i can do that or they go after the quick buck and they're i meet a lot of people that are youtube and book taught and the great thing about the industry now though is through social media and events like this um we've built up a huge community of really passionate people Mm -hmm. that are into recreational climbing they're into the competition climbing they are into the instructional end of it they are into a lot of us like the big recreational end of it. We'll just go to a cool place and go for a sunset or a sunrise or just a great venue. Um, string high lines and hang hammocks. And I've been involved in a lot of those. I, I know people have done the Sequoias. We've done the Redwoods. Um, I've I've, hi- I've strung hammocks up on the mall at Washington, D.C., Roosevelt Island. That's cool. um, I have friends that have done roller coasters and closed down amusement parks all over the place, just cool spots, pick a spot, throw a rope up. Dustin Goodman, he was uh, in a tree this morning, 80 feet up, checking the sunrise, come up over the mountains. Just, just, <laughs> a lot of us did a sunset the other night. Um, That's cool. It's, it's the, the community's really growing, yeah. and the opportunity to go and learn yeah. from other people, because we invited everybody. We threw up a post on Facebook, and it was like, hey, we've got an Airbnb, there's these two humongous White Oaks, come hang out with us. And we had Joshua Burr, Jeff Inman, um, Andre Sprague, myself, um, Richard Bryant, r- junior and senior from back home. They came out and hung with us. Cool. Uh, Brandon Rubin, uh, North Carolina tree specialist. Yeah, They came out, hung with us and they were worried about the atmosphere. And they got out there and it wasn't a bunch of pretentious snobs. It was just a bunch of tree guys out there having fun. The, our industry is awesome. It really it's is. Awesome. It, it, and it is growing every day, every event. You, you bring in a couple more people. And the great thing is the number of passionate people we have setting good foundations that they know somebody is always watching them. Mm-hmm. And so people are like, oh, well, the Z133 and the PPE police. Well, yeah, somebody's got to be that guy. Somebody's got to be the guiding hand yeah. in the industry to say, yeah. hey, look, if, if this is our foundation, if you follow these basic rules, these basic standards. If you can follow this in your everyday performance and not shy away from it. I met a guy years ago at a Vamir Day, Tobias Weigard, and his whole thing was never take both hands off the saw. Mm. And he was told that in the very beginning and he thought it applied to a handsaw, chainsaw, any kind of a saw. And I I got around the right people here at Arbfest. I had met a few people at TCIA. I came here, I guess it was 2019, Mm -hmm. and I met Bill Burley. And that was like, he opened up so many doors for me. I was supposed (laughs) to go up and climb with him in Rhode Island for Uh a guy, Jake Manfredi, tremendous tree service. And things kind of fell through and he ended up in California. I had some obligations I had to attend to. We just couldn't meet up. Well, he went out to California and was like, hey, you were gonna come to Rhode Island. Can you come out to California? some juggling numbers and it was just as cheap for me to fly out to california and stay with friends than it was for me to drive to rhode island and get a hotel room so i went ahead and went out to california it was right after the campfire we were chico california i got to travel back and forth from chico to redding i got to meet missy sue mcneil john stedman Um, got to hang out one on one with bill burley and his environment met eric palacios um, michael teller daniel goss Andrew Michael Swaterski, just a whole list of really big names. How do you remember
0: everybody's first and last name like that? <laughs> because from the from the beginning of our talk today, you were naming names and I'm like, shit, is that how they say
1: that? last name? Well, I name? run into these guys over and over and over again now. We all show up at the same places That's and, and cool, it's man. to me it's it's name recognition. If 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 it's People talk about the 15 minutes of fame. I'm not worried about the fame. Just remember me. Just If you can remember one thing from me, and if I can remember your face and your name, and and I can come back and and I can greet you by name. When people greet me by name, it just blows my mind. How did they remember my name? So I try to extend the same courtesy to them. I try to... Yeah, you remember them all. Like I I said in the very very beginning, I like to give credit where credit is due. Um, And there's so many people that I can give credit to in this industry that just has, have taught me so much and it has just grown from there Um from hanging out with Bill Burley he'd be on the phone talking with Josh Anderson, Red Wing Logging yeah. and Bill was like, talk, talk to jo- talk to Todd ask Todd, ask Todd, ask Todd and when I got home I was like, hey I was running a small saw shop I, I still have the Texas Chainsaw Mechanic it is my email um, I'm at gmail.com and I, well, I was building custom saws and we ran like a small Just cabinet, we had two cabinets in our shop that had just basic rudimentary gear. I had a Cherelle wholesale account. I held it for seven years but I Had this opportunity with Red Wing Logging. They were like, Hey, uh, would you like to be a distributor? And I was like, Yeah, this would be great, yeah. And then from there, I was already doing rec climbs and the comps and everything, so I started meeting more people. And they're like, Hey, can you get us this? Can you get us that? Can you get us this? And we ended up, uh, through Chris Coates and Joshua Burr, I'm like the slime king of North America. It's KM3 Max Slime, it's this <laughs> Sli- S- slime S- slime, yeah. It's a uh, KM3, it's a 32 strand. Um, Tubal burger, yeah. static rope, and it was designed for green green screens. When you're doing like rope tricks and yep. everything, you just cut the rope out. But it's just just bright, poppy, and nobody could get it. You could get it for like through Maple Leaf ropes mm-hmm. in Canada, and they finally sent somebody in Texas, so you weren't paying extreme tariffs. But the price was outrageous. I was giving the stuff away just so everybody could have this rope. Yeah, and it's a great color. But that rope kind of put me on the map with what I was doing, and. Um, years ago, I had the tree people. It was my company in Virginia cutting trees. I had an accident. I fell 15 feet and compressed three vertebrae in my spine. And I never thought I was going to climb again. I got back into it. And then this opportunity came up. So I just reused the name and started the tree people. And because I was going everywhere, I was like, well, it's kind of like a gear locker. So we started the mobile gear locker and I ended up at places like um, Legends. I did Legends and I got bit by Legends, the le- uh, 40 and older comp in mm-hmm. Florida. It's usually in the Orlando area. We had an Popka this year. And from there, I reached out to Chris Coates. He was like three hours from my house. I was like, hey man, uh, I see y'all is doing these cool things in DC and gorges and y'all are popping caves yeah. and everything. I was like, I was like, come hang out with you. And he's like, yeah, 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 come on, man. And we did something kind of lame, but it was super cool to me. And I started hanging out with these guys and started picking up tricks from them. And that's when they were like, hey, can you get us this rope? Let's find this color. And we were like the only people that had it. And now we've got galaxy, we've got ultraviolet, we've got purple, the the different colors. And we're actually waiting for the release of the ultraviolet. It was supposed to be out mid this week. It'll be out four weeks, hopefully. It's kind of a juggle on that, but. Mm Um, Joey No Hooks climb. That was like a big event right after ArborFest, The last time. And I missed it. I was out on the Appalachian trail hiking. But the next one, I didn't miss it. I was down there with Joey Hooks. And that's become like one of the events that like the in crowd, everybody wants to be at the Joey No Hooks climb. And I got to meet people like Bob Farrow from out in Colorado, Bob and Sherry Farrow. And that's, I get to see Daniel Goss and Michael Teller and Paul so, White man, and been, Trevor Hall. You've been
0: just traveling around all over the
1: United States. Oh yeah. Climbing, wreck oh, climbing. Oh yeah, we've done hurricanes, uh, hurricanes, tornadoes, ice storms. Um, I I try to kind of shy away from the ice storms. I'm not real yeah. buggy on that. But yeah, like I ended up back in Rhode Island getting to work for Jake Manfredi. Um, I was in Williamsburg with Charles Gardner and a couple other people in Williamsburg, Colonial Waynesburg. Charles Gardner's one step away from being board-certified master arborist. He is the Colonial Williamsburg Arborist. Um, we've got Mac ISA coming there. We did uh, North American Open Masters. I guess it was last year yeah. because of Charles Gardner. We were able to do that in Waynesburg. Um, but we were up there doing a the rec right climb and I got a call from Bill Burley and was like, hey jake needs a guy in rhode island can you get up there and i was like yeah man I'll, I'll go to rhode island i was supposed to be in california right now but yeah i'll go to rhode island and went up there and i've been kind of going back and forth yeah between um so when
0: when was it a the time in your your life where you knew that this is what you're gonna do for the rest of your life
1: like um it it i did it on a grind for so many years and i had an employer he would not fire me it didn't matter what i did this guy would not get rid of me and he would not he, he wouldn't fire me he wouldn't let me quit he would show up at my house he'd get me up he dragged me to work and He and was like come on let's do this and i decided okay if i'm gonna do this I'm, I'm just gonna be the best i possibly can and when was that that's probably been about 15 years ago now why why do you have to
0: drag you in
1: and you- oh i was on drugs i was on alcohol i was, I was a pretty disheveled person. I wasn't hmm. a good human being. Who was this guy? Um, I really don't want to name okay. the guy. He's a real turd. The guy was oh, he's uh, a he's, turd. Yeah, horrible person. But he kept getting up He was a scoundrel. Every, but, but he kept pushing he, you. And, well, it was greed. It was money. I, I, okay. I it was, the whole, the whole thing. Sat, but went, it ben- did it benefit you? Um, it benefited me because I found, um, I found true love for the industry, I found true love for myself, mm-hmm. I realized that I was I could be a lot better. Good. Um, I found sobriety, um, I've got a mental condition, I took myself off of uh, psychotropic drugs seven years ago. I haven't taken a single pill of any kind, not so much as an aspirin in seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, my life has gotten nothing but better. Um, Good it, it is stellar at this point in my Good. life. And, uh, I quit smoking cigarettes like three months ago. I'm starting to be able to breathe and smell again. Yeah. Um, I was doing Triapalooza, and a friend of mine, Andrew Bayless, got to this one station. It was a bucket station, and it was in this weird janky spot. And I could have gotten three stations, come down, pulled gear, but I had in my mind, I'm going to get this one station. And when I finally got there, I was so gassed. I couldn't breathe. I thought they were going to have to pull an aerial uh, rescue on me. I was that far out of shape. And I was like, I'm never going to smoke again. And I have it. I, I put them down and I was like, okay. And then. Did you replace it with anything? I, I, I'm vaping, but I I, I I don't really chief on it like I would a cigarette. Like no. when I was driving, I would have cigarette stains, nicotine stains on my fingers from smoking. Yeah. And a lot of times I don't even remember I smoke, but I'll get in. A, I, I have social anxiety, real high social anxiety and i'll get in situations and i'll just go chief on that thing (laughs) and um but for the most part no i really don't don't smoke on it as much as i thought i might um and i can breathe again i did the southern tree climbing competition last weekend i wasn't gassed at all um i'm really looking forward to progression at mac Um, so even though that
0: guy was a turd i mean he pushed you he got you up and it was for greed but it made your mind go, screw this. I'm, I'm going to go all in on this. Oh, yeah. Strategy. Yeah.
1: I, I went all in and um, I well, started. What would
0: you have done in your life? You think where you'd be right now if you didn't have tree climbing in it?
1: Um, I started out doing electronics, but it bored me spitless. Um, uh, I was staring into an oscilloscope. You'd put a sign in, from a sine wave generator into a motherboard and you had to know how to read an oscilloscope and you had to know when it would. You had NAND gates, NOR gates, AND gates, OR gates, counters, flip flops, it's all chips. And you had to know when the signal would change and what to do, what you had to replace. <laughs> and it just oh uh, you're breathing fumes and I ended up making sculptures uh, out of all the used parts I'd make like ants and dinosaurs and you still got some of them I gave them all away I was working for Wiley Laboratories um fixing motherboards for Wang and IBM computers yeah and this is back when a computer would cost you a hundred thousand dollars and I was making insane money I was like 18 19 years old and killing it and um I didn't know what to do and so I joined the Navy and I was a bosun's mate, working with ropes and fibers and cables, and I got out and started cutting grass and. Um got into trees and I've never looked back Man, and it's
0: what's the, what's the future hold for you what's it what's, your um, next I wanna plan? what's you... um I want to be an educator
1: I really want to sell gear I still want to be involved even if it's just volunteering at yeah. the competitions even if all I'm able as I get older to do is just be a scoring judge or a proctor or something I always want to be in the industry um, I think the selling of the gear is got me connected with so many people mm-hmm. and opportunities i would have never had if so, somebody told me three to five years ago i'd be where i am now i'd laugh 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 long and hard at them there, there's no way i'd to, to have ever said oh you're gonna be doing a podcast <laughs> no 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 i won't i won't ever be that guy i never thought you're I'd that, be that guy. guy um bill burley hit me with that um profound statement i i we were in a discussion amongst friends and i said well i do it like this one i know i have somebody watching and he said no todd you Always have somebody watching you. You yeah. put yourself into that situation, you are that guy. Whether they're watching for you to succeed or to fail, mm-hmm. you have somebody watching you all the time. And so I live a pretty transparent life. Um, yeah. I live it in everybody's face because I feel like if I show you everything, I don't have to worry about hiding anything. Mm-hmm. I can just go through and, like, when I was raising my kid, I told him, we don't need to lie about anything. Our, our lives are so cool. We have such opportunities and we take the opportunities. A lot of people talk about, oh man, I'd love to do this. And it's like, Hey, let's go do this. Yeah. Or I've got a group of friends. It's this opportunity is here. Let, let's go do this. And it's, it's a wild ride. It's, it's really cool. It's, That's cool, man. That's <laughs> be, you guys are watching
0: sunsets up the, I, I would have loved to, to come out there. Well, I,
1: I got lost the other day. They were all in national forest uh, hammocking up and there's no reception whatsoever yeah, and perfect I had driven down and where they had dropped a pin well there was another pin drop that I didn't get they were like on the other side of the park well I drove back up to the parkway and just on a whim I called my boy Andrew Bayless I was like hey rumor has it you're in North Carolina he's like yeah I am man we're camping down on the river I was like where are you he said where are you I was like I'm on the Blue Ridge watching the sunset I'm reading rid to hammock up he's like <laughs> All right, we're looking at the time. We see when the sun is. We'll be right there. And they came Please. up and found yeah, me and took me to my nice. friends. And it's, they had high lines strung up right on the creek, like two and three yeah. hammocks up on a high line. That's and cool. Joshua Burr was showing me his new superior hammock system. And I was like, man, I got to have one. <laughs> and it's, so, it's cool. Man,
0: meet, me meet, meeting all these great people out there. And I know some of them, some of them I don't know. Uh would love to meet them. Uh, what's some, what are some wisdom, kind of tips from the top that you can, Give the people listening to this today and, you know, driving or going to work or working out right now. I mean, uh,
1: regret is a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. Living with regret, uh, missing an opportunity, opportunities missed. Um, if, if, if you have a chance to do something and it's something that you have any amount of interest in, or, or especially if you're passionate about it and you turn down that opportunity, you may look back the rest of your life and think, wow, what would things have been had I not taken that opportunity? Um, if sacrifice something that you do all the time, just kick it to the side and be like, I'm not going to do it this time. I have an opportunity to go do this. I'm going to do me one time Mm -hmm. and see how it affects your life. Take, take the leap.
0: I like that. I like that a lot. And that's opened up so many doors for you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the people you've met and the places you've gone and the things you've learned and the life you get to experience.
1: I I still give Bill Burley all the credit in the world. I love that guy. And and he's like, like, no, Todd, all I did was show you the door. That's it. You opened the door. You saw the opportunity, you ran with it, dude. He's like, look where you are now. Look where you are now. But when
0: you come out to California, come.
1: Come visit us. Oh, absolutely. Come see us. Absolutely. Santa Rosa, California. Um, I'll be out there for uh, Tree Topia is going okay, on. I'll cool. be out there for the uh, Redwood Rec Climb 2022. That happens in August. Cool. Um, Bill's always trying to get me out there to work with him, but I don't, I don't have the certs. Uh, <laughs> it's 30 years, and that, that, that's another thing. If you, you have an opportunity, you don't have the certs to do what? Um, Mulberry's is pretty strict about their guidelines on things, and um, gotcha. they follow the TCIA. And I've got the books, I've read yeah. the books, I yeah. just haven't done the test. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of lazy like that. Um, and but I, I teach people, and it's what helps me retain the knowledge of it. And it's what makes me a better educator is because I've done it, I've done that book a hundred times, I know, yes. <laughs> cover to cover. Um, I do postings about it, like, Have you read the Z133 cover to cover? And so many people are like, No, no, Nope. N- nope, nope and uh that's
0: cool man well how can people find you what instagram facebook um i'm on
1: facebook um i'm on instagram uh, old is optional on instagram okay um i do uh, daily postings um of what we do um i've got a twitter account but i've never put anything on it um yeah it's we had a thing on our refrigerator for the longest time that that growing old is inevitable growing up is optional and I was like, well, kind of, I, 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 I turned 51 this year. I just started competition climbing three years ago. Um, I, hike, I section hiked the Appalachian Trail. Um, I've got plans to go out to Utah to do some hiking in Utah cool. with Dakota Lucas. Uh, Joshua Burr is supposed to be out at the same time. We're all supposed to get together yeah. and do some rock climbing and stuff. But to me, age is kind of a mindset. <clears throat> and I'm here to living proof diet and exercise you you can do whatever you want um i've been told three times in my life i'd never walk again i ripped off my left knee i've compressed three vertebrae in my spine i've herniated three disc in my spine and
0: ah, here you are i,
1: I climb trees competitively and hike for fun yeah. um it, it's it's a mindset it's all what you decide you want to do you can do it there, there should be nothing ever hold you back todd
0: i'm glad you came on the show today man i appreciate you Guys, hey, listen to that. The the words of wisdom right there. Regret is a horrible thing, man. Door opens. Take advantage of it. Go in. Someone calls you today. Someone asks you. Do it. Do it. It's like that movie Yes Man, you know, and the things that he just said (laughs) yes to everything and and what what happened in his life when he started saying yes and opened it up. So I appreciate everybody listening to the show, man. If you enjoyed Todd's story, share it. Share it on social media, put it out there. Let other people be able to have the opportunity to hear a story. But when you come back to California, we'll get you on for the full show and the in the podcast, in the studio. So, all right, everybody, I appreciate you. Remember, continue elevating the standard through education, training, and innovation. See you soon. Bye.